Happy early Valentine's Day, lovers. Today's show is packed with love as we'll share some stories of our first crushes. Oh, my God. We're going to play some Valentine's Day trivia. Okay. And I have a very special guest stopping by to give advice for some of your love conundrums. Okay? Hi, everybody. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Ryan. And it's the love Love pod. It's a little old pod where we can talk together about love. About love. Uh, Welcome to the Funhouse podcast. Uh, Rick's here. Say hi, Rick. What's up, y'all? You might know him from the Rick cast, the last episode. <laughs> yeah, you might you have to know him very well him and intimately. We have other guests come, stopping by this time, so I'm excited. Uh, yeah, so we have a couple of people going to come through and share some stories with us of their love crushes. But I want to... <laughs> their love crushes. Their first crushes, their first love crush. Could be a sh- like a non-love, like a platonic crush, too, I guess. Like, maybe... That's just making a friend, isn't it? <laughs> Sure. Well, you're, when you're, you when your your first love crushes, as you call them, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of all vague and stuff. I didn't really know what was happening when it, it was like fifth grade, sixth grade. Okay. Well, yeah. Tell me about. We don't it. have to get into it. I feel like I don't know. No, I can't, that's the first. A gentleman year. doesn't kiss and tell about their. Did fifth you kiss grade your first crush? No. Oh, so then you're that fine. That was years later. You're good. Well, it was it's an expression, Lindsay. How? You know? What was her name? You don't have to say it real. Well, yeah, that's the thing. We can't. <laughs> there's there's I mean, privacy issues involved. Like 20, 30 years ago. I right? know. Yeah. How old do you think I am? <laughs> you motherfucker. Okay, so yeah, you don't have to say her name, but tell us about I just it. remember being really confused because it was like you were uh, in fifth grade. I, I'm in like fifth grade and, and everyone's getting girlfriends and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what are we doing here? You know, like it was uh, the first time that you're like, oh, I think I understand what it means to like a girl. Well, no, I, 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 like I'm saying, it was confusing to me. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm like, what does this mean? You know, they're like, yeah, I'm dating this girl right now. I'm like, well, what does that mean? You know, oh, okay. like, like mm-hmm. you know, we're in four, fifth, nobody fourth, knows. fifth grade. When you're 11, nobody knows what it means. Right. You yeah. know, yeah, no one knew. No one could explain it to me, but yeah. Okay. So, you, and you did that. I still all partook that... at some point. You made her, your first crush your girlfriend, or you just, or your, you said you were no, dating? No, at some point, I'm like, ooh, I like. Beep, and then uh, and then they were like, "Ooh, I'm gonna go tell her." I'm like, "No, don't do that." And then they did, and then she was like, "Oh, I like you too." Oh, really? And then we uh, and then we were a couple, and for, from then on. Oh well, it worked out until she broke up with me for my best friend, that oh motherfucker. And I will say his name, John. Fuck you. Oh my god, <laughs> you know what's crazy, right? Okay, so do you want to hear? But my he's still my friend to this day. We just hung out in Vegas. So do you want to hear I, I my can, story? I, feel like I can say that too. What's up? When I was in fourth grade, I had a. Big crush, okay? We were, like, best buds and had a huge crush. And then I moved schools. And then, like, a year later, I stayed in touch with him. Like, oh, yeah, hey. Like, we – I think I had his phone number. This is a weird – I'm, like, as if I'm texting in fucking 1998. Uh-huh. No, I'm not texting. But I had his house phone number, so I would call him sometimes and talk on the phone. Also, then, when we had emails, we would exchange emails. And then, so, anyways, when I was in eighth grade – he told me he his family was moving to my school district. So then he moved, and we went to school together again. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I kind of like you. He's like, I kind of like you, too. So then we dated for like six, seven months. Okay, I'm He was my this. first boyfriend, first kiss. That's it. Uh, we were 13, <laughs> 14. And then that summer, he broke up with me. Because he liked my best friend. The fuck? Yeah, and then they dated for four years. Four years? But she's still my best friend. 
to this day because we just moved past it because what, we just cool like that. And, and what grade would you say this all started in? Fourth grade. So from fourth to eighth grade, they had they were together. No, from fourth grade, I moved school district. Then uh, when he moved to my school district in eighth grade, then we dated for seven months. He was my first boyfriend. Uh, all that stuff. First crush. We. I mean, at fourteen, you go. I'm gonna marry you one day. Like, okay, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> In eighth grade, or like in ninth grade, then they started dating. So they dated all throughout high school. Okay. Anyways, she's my best friend still. Love her. She's great. But isn't that crazy? That 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 both ha- that that happened to both of us. That to what both does that say us. about us? Yeah. <laughs> do you have any, Rick? Do you have any uh, first crush story? It's not the girl at the field, is it? No, it's not the girl at the field. Um, <laughs> I think my first crush was in second grade to a. Girl named Italian girl named Francesca, and that's pretty much all I remember is that me liking her in second grade and like nothing ever fizzled out out of it. But that was pretty much my only <laughs> my first memory of like liking out. someone. Nothing ever came of that. Yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were ten. Yeah, uh. first crush. And then that's all that you remember. You don't know. You didn't talk to her. Nothing came of it. Yeah, no, nah, nothing really came of it. Came up of it. I mean, we were in second grade. How old were we? In I don't second know. Grade? Like some like, people have their first kiss, like tuck on the cheek old? or something. Yeah. Nah. I mean, there was okay. So I didn't do it, but we were sitting together on the bus ride home from Camp High Hill. I don't know if you guys had like some sort of like science nature camp you guys did in second grade, but over here in Southern California, well, at least in my school district, we had something called Camp High Hill, and we were coming back, and like I remember sitting next to her. And her lips were like really glossy, and I was like, I should just kiss them right now. But I didn't. I didn't do that. I wasn't a creep back then. I, didn't I should grade. kiss her glossy lips. Yeah. How yeah. old? I don't know. Second grade. How old was I in second grade? Eight. Is that eight? Like seven or eight? Hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, I've also invited a few of our other friends and colleagues to come tell us their first crush stories in honor of this pre Valentine's Day podcast. Everybody, Jacob Fullerton. Freshly engaged, a new fiance. Welcome to the Love Cast. I did it. Love Cast, Love Pod. I was successful at love stuff eventually. It It finally worked out for you. Not that it ever wasn't working because you guys have been together for a long time. However, we're not here to talk about the love of your life now. I want to know about the first love of your life and not Destiny and not Halo. Damn it. Well, but this is getting short. <laughs> <laughs> we would just want to hear about your first crush. First crush. Elementary crush. Ooh, that's tough to remember. I remember my first date. I don't know if I remember my first crush in elementary school and stuff like that. Really? Yeah. Um, oh, wow. No, nah, I'd have to really think. She's like back. 50 years old, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I do remember my first date, which was, it was September 2009. And I, I know I was in high school. Okay. That's crazy. I was living here in LA <laughs> in 2009. Wait, was it 2000? No, no, no. Yeah, no, what was 2009? No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't 2009. Um, it wasn't 2009 because that was the year before I graduated and I've been on many dates since then. <laughs> I was mixing okay. up the nines because I remember it was September 9th, 2000 something else. Six, maybe? It was, uh, yeah, I was a freshman in high school. And okay. I remember the date because we went to go see the movie Nine, the Tim Burton one. Oh, yeah. Came the, out the, on the, September 9th. The cartoon movie. Yeah, the one with Elijah Wood. And yeah. Like, the like, little potato sack people. Yeah, that, oh. that's stuff. a cool movie. And it was really awkward. And I remember having really sweaty hands. And we were holding hands. So I'm sure she was very uh, conscious of that. Mm-hmm. And that was it. <laughs> There's nothing else <laughs> after that. 
<laughs> it was really awkward. Do you remember, what was your first date? Um, first movie date was seeing Black Knight with Martin Lawrence. It was like a double date. You that was know? your first date as well? Was a movie? Like well, first it was date like, you ever like went my, on? My parents all let, finally allowed me to get dropped off at the movies yeah. with a bunch of girls yep. and guys, yeah. but I didn't say, ooh, I'm dating, you know. No, I know exactly right. the situation that you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, okay, well, this is our date, you know, yeah. and then, but then it's just as long as the movie because your parents mm-hmm. are picking you up right at the end of yeah. it. It's not like... You know, so yeah, yeah. yeah who that was poisoned it. our child brains and think that movies were a good date idea? Well, it's a classic, like you know, uh, cliche. Yeah, but it's like, like bad. It's well, not good. Like it, he's just sitting in silence the whole time. In a way, though, for a young first date, it is kind of good because it's like a lot of no pressures on you. To, you don't have to come up with uh, cool yeah. con things to talk about. Like you know, like uh, uh, and you're kind of there. What and everyone likes movies theoretically. Yeah, you know? I mean, I was the opposite problem. My head, I was like. What do I do? You watch the movie. You sit in silence and you watch the movie. And then then we go home. And then hopefully, you know, your hands touch and you're like, ooh, what do we do? And then, oh, we're holding hands all of a sudden. Wow. And then, then, oh, wow, their head's on your shoulder. Oh, wow. uh, You know, this movie's a little boring. Oh, cool. You You never got the head on the shoulder? No. That's like second base for a movie date when you're in fifth grade. (laughs) Well, I mean, because what else would you do? Maybe go to the arcade or something. Something like that. I had no clue. Yeah. Go to the mall. I only ever the mall was a, a big one. Yeah, yeah go to the mall. Go to the Wolf Chase Galleria in Cordova, Tennessee. That would have been a better Fairfield idea. Commons. <laughs> all I did was like, I think all I had done with this person was talk on AIM a lot. Oh, yeah. there you go. That oh, yeah. AIM was... Was, was the town one. square yeah. of uh, the young, the <laughs> young dating scene? It was much easier to talk on Abe. <laughs> as soon as we were in person, I was like, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you, that was like first started using emojis, kissy face, kiss from me to you. KYFMTY. That was KYFMTY. Kiss from me to you. Oh. Did you write notes and fold them into the square? Write notes and fold them into the square. Yeah, you know when you would pass notes? I, I, I would like, get, I'm assuming you would have done this maybe with girls. I would get notes in, in folded squares, but I would just fold mine normally because I don't know how to – I'm not a good origami man. I got a lot of just, yeah, normal folded <laughs> notes from guys. <laughs> but me and my girlfriends would fold them into squares and then, like, you'd, I wish – I need a piece of paper because yeah. I'll fold a note right now. But it's all, I'm, start, I'm starting to think back now. I think it's coming back to me a little bit. But – like all my any first crushes I had, there was still nothing that came of it. Like not really any interaction, mostly just. Uh, just well, that's how it's supposed to head. be. Yeah, yeah. And that's about it. <laughs> Hoping that maybe we get we sit next to each other when we get lined up in the classroom or something. Uh-huh. I remember those feelings. For, for us, like, the big indicator was that's who you sit next to at lunch. Yes, mm-hmm. that's what you want. That to it's sit like to oh right, yeah. I was too awkward for that. And this is middle school. Middle school, middle right? School. Well, middle school, yeah. I was in the library. <laughs> by yourself yeah. reading the Star Wars like tell or Campina whatever Cantina Chronicles Cantina yes Chronicles. yes I mean you're not far off at all I was in the library just like reading nerd books that's okay I know it wasn't until much later that I became a much more competent romantic yeah in 8th grade you're like you know look at my Legos and as an uh, engaged man you're like babe can I show you my Gundams yeah she says no no, I don't want to see him. This is what, I love how this is like the the love podcast and all of the all of our conversations about us going on dates when we're like nine and twelve years old. Well, that's because that's the segment. It's I know. Our first question. Our first, first question. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I wish I could remember more. 
It's just like I was very incompetent when it came to romance for a really, really long time. That's a natural human uh, and at thing, that Jacob. Age, it's like it's nobody okay. is fucking, you know, suave. Yeah, I mean, I saw people. I thought they were suave. Fabio. I'm like, how do they do it? I want to try to do that, but nah, I, was in, I didn't have it in me. Misplaced confidence. Yeah, I think that's it. I think when I was like a senior in high school. And that's I what started. John had. Fuck you, John. <laughs> it's just... I was gonna pull a note, and then, uh, and then uh, we'll, we'll bring in another guest to tell us about uh, their first crushes. But first, uh, the, for audio listeners, also I'm getting a phone call probably from Spam. <laughs> I'm folding a note right now. This is what we would do. We pass notes. Also, the oh, I remember this school Valentines. I hated. Because then I wouldn't get Valentine's from, like, the well, boys. With the school Valentine's, it's like you have the shoebox, right? It was all decorated with stuff. Yeah. You just gave everybody a Valentine. Not fold your notes like Yeah. Uh, no, I never did, but I, I've seen this. This yeah. is very impressive, actually. Yeah. It's like a square you, you with, like, triangular did. folds in it and stuff. It stays with you forever. Yeah. Wow. It's like the S. Like that S, you know, with all the lines. Yeah. It's just like that. <laughs> and that was I can, my version of passing And notes. we would make the cootie catchers, too. But that doesn't have anything to do with love or Valentine's Day. But yeah. um, Jacob, thank you so much for sharing your You're story. Welcome. And Thanks for coming. Proud and happy engaged man now. Yeah, we so, just partied. We just had a, a little engagement party, and yeah, it was great. It was great. It was I got really love. drunk. I have you some got video- some great gifts. I have some yeah. videos of it, too. Yeah. Ryan, before I go, Ryan went to, like, what, the gas station or something? Got so us, it was like, the super bargain store down the street like from your house. the Beauty and the Beast rose and that little domed <laughs> glass thing. <laughs> you got them junk. With that. <laughs> no, I didn't. I love it. It, it was Terra made it the centerpiece. It's the only flower uh, that isn't going to die. Yeah, it's not going to die. That's it looks point. beautiful. Like it's a symbol love. of their love. Like Thank you very much. Thank you Thank for you, coming. Thank you, Jacob. Um, you can tell our next guest come on in. Welcome, James Willems Welcome, to James the Love Willem Pod. to the Love Pod, the Love Cast. Like music or whatever? Oh, yeah. No, Ryan needs to make yeah. it. What have you been doing, Ryan? I've been lazy. So, James, thanks for joining us on the yeah. Love Podcast. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is coming up, and um, this is our little segment that we're doing where we are sharing stories about our very first crushes and mm-hmm. how it went. Okay, tell us about your first crush. First crush. And how old you were? Well, I, I, it was always like a routine for me that like there would be like a girl that I had a crush on every year, and it would like the next grade it would. You change. had a routine crush. Yeah, it doesn't mean that any of it was reciprocated. <laughs> it just means new that year, it new was girl. A I had a friend in like preschool mm. who her name was Beth. And See, he said her name. He didn't want to say the name. Of well, it's fine. I mean, preschool. I, don't, who, who I know, I know. I, don't I, know I mean, in my first crushes when I was like 33, that maybe protecting I feel like she might be watching. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, Beth. And it, But the thing is, there's mostly something I was told. I barely remember it because. My parents were like, oh, when I went to go pick you up, you and Beth were running around, and the teacher told um, me that you and Beth would, like, she, you'd run to one room to get a toy, and she'd chase after you, and then she'd leave, and you guys were, oh, you and Beth were always together. <laughs> um, so it's that, I, guess, I guess you would say that was my first crush, but I don't really remember any aspects of it. She and I would eventually, like, continue going to, like, middle school and then high school together, but, like, Nothing weren't, was didn't, ever. like weren't really... Like even friends, we just what, like, oh well, yeah, we knew each other from preschool. What's the first crush that you remember then? Middle school. Oh, uh, my first crush that I remember was a crush that I had on, uh, a, like a in a movie. Oh, two of them. I'll give you two. Okay. One's one's just silly, and the other one is kind of saucy. 
I guess. Oh. Phoebe Cates, Fast Times Richmond High. No, I was too young. That wasn't time. <laughs> Monkey I'm Trouble. Trying to, I'm trying to age you. Monkey Trouble. The oh, the film girl, Monkey Trouble. The girl, the girl from Monkey Trouble. Yeah, yeah that I don't know. Rocks. Um, uh, and she's she. Oh, what's her name? Because she and went on to be in like American Beauty and oh, Thora Birch. Yeah, Thora yes. Birch. Now and then. Yeah. Um. So Thora Birch in Monkey Trouble, but not her. This is weird. The weird part. Mm-hmm. Not really her as much from the movie. Yeah. There was this one newspaper ad that was promoting the movie that was like a picture of her and the monkey. And that particular picture, I was like, that is the hottest girl I've ever seen. <laughs> or whatever. She, yeah, she had like the backwards hat. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And the striped shirt oh, with yeah. the overalls. Hocus Pocus. Yeah, yeah. Hocus Pocus, which yeah. I did not watch as a child. But um, but yeah, so it's just something about that, like that, that you're looking at pictures. Something like that, like... That I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, that's a really cute girl. This is um, a picture of her with her eyes all big, looking over at the but monkey. She's got the backwards cap on. Backwards too. cap. Mm-hmm. She, that, meant, I, that meant that she was probably more fun, and we probably <laughs> have more fun together. Um, to me, as a kid. But then my other funny one though was. I don't even That's remember. not the funny one? No, no, no. That's the normal <laughs> That's one. Because okay. kids have crushes, whatever. Dunstan yeah. checks in. The weird, I, I also had a crush on Dunstan. I had one um, on Amanda Bynes from all that and stuff. Okay, yeah. Oh, I was of course. Too, I was like too old for that. Well. Too young for Fast Time, really too old for Amanda Bynes. Yeah. I mean, I most, as a kid, I would always have crushes on like adults. Okay. like Or like teenagers. Sure. Like, like, uh, Kimberly from the Power Rangers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, Like, whatever, 10, 10 or 12 years older than me. Yeah. So, like, that's... I never was like, oh, yeah, I'm like, oh, the kids that are in these movies. I'm like, oh, that kid is so cute. I never really did that. Um, only older women. Uh, <laughs> but then I have another one where I don't even remember... I don't even know what it was, but there was some sort of religious book we had in, in our household that uh-huh. had stories... Not necessarily from the Bible, but like a like about saints okay. and stuff. Uh-huh. And there was this woman who's a saint, and her whole thing was she like had lambs. Maybe you can Google her, but she was like a saint, and whatever her story is about sainthood was related to lambs and having like lambs. Okay. Like, like, of course, there's the Lamb of God or whatever, but um, but yeah, she so she was like a saint, and then there was a like a drawing of her, like an almost photorealistic drawing, because who knows what she actually looked like, of her in this book. And I was like, she's banging. <laughs> like I was kid banging or whatever. St. Agnes? She's got a lot of lambs. I'm looking at pictures of Maybe. lambs. Or... Is, it, is she like notorious <laughs> well, that just for like always Jesus. being with a lamb. I well, mean, none yeah, of these. It's got... none of the. It wasn't like a like a Renaissance style drawing, though. It was I like gotcha. this weird, more modern take on her, and it was just her sitting in a field. And it was just one image, like you know how like a chapter would have like yeah. a, a drawing at the beginning, and yeah, then yeah. You, there'd be nothing else. Uh-huh. There's one, and I was like, I'm gonna hold on to this book. <laughs> and I like never read. I like never read about her really, but I was like, I was like, I'm very uh, very interested you, in this yeah. saint. Here. Your parents are like. James is so faithful. Yeah. yeah. Which they wouldn't have given a shit about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He carries around this yeah. saint book. Everywhere he goes, he brings that book. Wow. So yeah, those those are uh, that I'm aware of. But I mean, yeah, growing up, I would be like, it's like second grade. Oh, that's my second grade crush. Or third grade. There's my third wow. grade crush. Yeah. Interesting. I had a few during the course of the year, each year. It was like, oh, that mm-hmm. guy doesn't like me? Okay, what about this one? Mm-hmm. No, none of them? Okay. Did you did, have you already been have anyone ever managed to like have a crush 
and then like actually have a relationship with that girl. Yeah, that's what I, my story that I told him earlier. But I was in fourth grade and I had a crush, and then we moved school districts, and then he moved to my school district, and then eighth grade we like he came to my school again, mm-hmm. and then I was like, I like you. He's like, you like me, and then we dated for six months, mm-hmm. first relationship, first boyfriend, first kiss. And then he broke up with me that summer, and then he dated my best friend in the next Son year. Son of a bitch. Yeah. What an asshole. What an asshole. Anyways, I was like 13. Yeah. Um, Never recovered. But yeah. <laughs> I also had like the movie crushes and stuff. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, so that's the crush, our first crushes se- segment. But also, James, I heard that you had a, something that you yeah. wanted to talk about. I wanted to specifically come on this podcast, not just to talk about my awesome crushes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but Ryan... Yes, Something happened James. to you last week. <laughs> oh yes, and I want to talk about it. <laughs> yes, so you you, maybe this. you tell the story about what 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 just transpired, <laughs> and then we can get into the. This isn't show. that big of a deal, but um, <laughs> but what happened is that I had a. I think what you're referring to is that I chugged a third of a gallon of expired milk and got sick last week. You were supposed to do a recording, and then in the morning you said you weren't going to come in because you weren't feeling well, and then... Well, now that I do feel bad about. No, I mean, you should. You shouldn't have come in. Uh, Well, I I probably could have come in. You know, I just would have felt like shit, you know, but it was just like... Jacob, can you please yeah. not make me come in for the roller skating? You know, yeah. Video? But that's the thing. Like we're we're trying to be conscious about that here, right? Like mm-hmm. if someone doesn't feel well, we we don't guilt anyone into coming oh, in. Yeah, they yeah. should stay home, right, And yeah. recover. And you were like, I don't feel well, but then you added the caveat. <laughs> yes. That, yeah. But it's not. A, I didn't catch anything. I didn't catch. Yeah, I knew yeah. what had happened to me. Yeah. You know, because it happened immediately. But I'm a very. What you have to know is that I'm a fast drinker, and if I am all of a sudden thirsty or something. And I'm really thirsty. I will just take whatever I'm about to drink. And then I like this water, I would just chug it probably in like, you know, six or seven or eight gulps, but like right after. And so I had this milk and, you know, when I I, it was like, oh, I'm thirsty. I want a a lot of this milk. And I just go. I got probably like, you know, 10 glugs down before I started to realize that it was finally touched. It finally touched my tummy and was like, oh, this is like sour and weird tasting. And I immediately was like, and I looked and it was, yeah, I, I, it was like January 19th was the, I thought expired date, mm-hmm. you know, uh, James is saying Which it might be the sell by date, but I, this was like February 3rd or something like that, you know, or second. Yeah. So, so, so Ryan tells this story Yeah. and everyone's like, of course, if anyone's going to drink two thirds of a gallon <laughs> of expired milk, uh-huh. it'll be Ryan and make himself sick. It seemed like it had been way more recently that I bought the milk, you know, but I, think, I guess not. Time but. We, we were you. talking this weekend. Ryan and I were talking this weekend. Oh, about and, and I have thoughts. I have thoughts on the matter. Yes, you gave me your that. Thoughts. I think that I think make us should make us a little bit less judgmental of Ryan in this situation. In this situation, because I, despite my um, well put together outward appearance, think that like I don't. I'm not a uh, hardliner on sell by dates. Right? That's right. Reduced yeah. meats, right? You get see that reduced chicken? I'm grabbing that. Like, that's going to be good. And I also think that sometimes people think that as soon as it hit that date, it means that it's not good anymore. And that's not always the case for all foods. Generally, is the, is the sell-by date, it's the last reasonable time that the store should be selling it to you. Uh-huh. 
because it's slowly going to diminish in quality, mm-hmm. right? We right. talked about co- the cl- the quality peaking, <laughs> and so I'm I'm fine if it's going to be some garbanzo beans that have j- how I missed the curve. That's fine. I don't need to like eat garbanzo beans at the perfect time while the eclipse is coming in, sure. right? I'll eat them on the bottom curve. They'll just be seventy five percent as good as the regular garbanzo beans. Right. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. I assume you are as well. Uh, I'm not a big garbanzo bean guy, but okay, I get but I get your point. Anything? Yeah. 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 So I was like, I was like, well, how long had it been that that was the case? And so you said it was like the nineteenth, and this happened, what, like about thirteen, about two weeks after. Two weeks wasn't it like the end of January? It was like kind of no, it was the beginning of February. Beginning of February, end of so Mm -hmm. like ten, let's say Mm -hmm. ten to twelve. At least yeah, about at least twelve days. At least twelve days, okay, but it was sealed. You had to open it. It was unopened milk that was... I don't think that's the case. Okay, well, that's what you told me on Saturday. That changes things. No, no, no. Okay, I, I must have misunderstood you. Okay. Yeah, no. I There was at least a couple sips of this. Taken. Okay, well, okay. that changes things. Now okay. I'm not on your side anymore. Okay, shit. When we were talking what? about it this weekend, I was like, I was like, that still seems like a really short amount of time for the milk to get soured. Like, to... like curdle and like sour and just go real genuinely bad well but isn't your thesis still maybe hold up like less so because you were saying that his his hypothesis was that someone had left the door open i said i said i said did anyone yeah is there any point where it like stopped being refrigerated like was the milk left out at some point so that way it could potentially expire faster it had definitely been in the refrigerator but he said it was in the refrigerator the whole time and then, and at this point, I was under the impression that it had been sealed because I was like, "Were you the first person to open it and drink it?" And oh, I well, thought you told me you were. Well, I was, but I mean, I'm the only person to drink it. But I, I thought you meant just did I? Am I the only one that's ever handled this milk? Okay, so and you that had true. it before it went bad. Yeah, you had had sips before. It went I had bad. a couple, like a sip or two, and it know? was fine. And it was fine. Okay, well, that completely ruins everything. Okay. I mean, all of this <laughs> oh, is moot. All of it's moot because what kind of psycho goes, I'm parched. Let me chug milk. Well, that I Me. Uh, milk is good. We've had this conversation a million times. Me, we, me and Elise are pro-milk. It never gets old as a drink. Is she going to chug milk? She probably doesn't I don't chug know that milk. she wants to chug milk. I love hey, it. She I, I, I chug the milk. You like milk. Why are you going to chug milk? I just like drinking as fast as possible. It just feels good when it goes down your throat, you know? <laughs> As we were discussing this on Saturday, Ryan also f- explained that he didn't get the milk from a grocery store. He got it from a 7-Eleven. Yeah. Oh, that's... And, Does that and change I, it? And I said, well, like, that's not... Not that the 7-Eleven is going to be necessarily worse, but how is the 7-Eleven? And you said, in the past, you have definitely gotten things expired from the 7-Eleven that shouldn't have been. That is true. I kind of forgot about that element. Like yeah, stale things and well, stuff. Well, like, I, I got a Cobb salad that was definitely fucked up, and I went back, and I, and I was like, I'm sorry, I don't usually complain about stuff like this, but this Cobb salad was, you know, messed up. And they go, oh, yeah, 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 that happened to a couple of, you know, like, we, we understand because this has happened before kind of thing. That was their attitude. Like, okay, uh, that, that refrigerator is clearly so fucked. That's what I said. I bet that they had a carton of milk or something didn't make its way into the refrigerator in time, and they're like, ah, it's probably, it's sealed, and then they, they see Ryan walking in, they push it to the front of the yeah. thing, he walks, grabs a lukewarm thing that's just been sitting unrefrigerated for days, 
and goes, oh, this will be fine as long as I drink this within the next month. Uh-huh. It turns out that's not the case. <laughs> I had a theory that his milk was bad before he ever got his hands on it, just sitting it, in maybe, a 7-Eleven. It might have, yeah. But he's now have. saying that he had sips from it beforehand and it didn't taste bad. Also, so did it not work. smell? You didn't smell it. Well, I don't have a very good sense of smell, like ever. Uh, I have mm. terrible like allergies and stuff. You right. know, I haven't smelled since like I was nine years old. Uh-huh. That, that's an exaggeration, yeah, but yeah. you know, like okay. not very okay. well. Okay, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I get it. Well, uh, oh, related to that, but kind of unrelated to that. Ryan came over for my football party that I had mm-hmm. a week or so. Hell yeah. Ago. Mm-hmm. Brought a bunch of drinks and mm-hmm. a bag of food. How'd that go? Uh, the game we lost, it sucked. But anyways, <laughs> so uh, last, uh, a couple, like five days later, I got home from work and I, Cameron had g- gone to the store and I'm going through his bags and I'm going through this one bag and I'm like, why does it smell like trash? Why is it stinky? Why are mm-hmm. these big Aquafina bottles in it? Why is it a bunch of stuff? He's like, oh no, that's not ours. That's Ryan's bag of trash that he left here. What? That, is that true? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? What and I'm picking fuck? up. I'm just like going through this bag of trash, and I'm like, what? He's like, oh, that's Ryan's bag of trash. He left it here. Did you bring so a I, bag of trash? So well, just two two <laughs> notes about that. One, uh, Rick what? drank all of your water from one of your unopened water Rick. bottles. Yeah, I took the sealed one. Yeah, you can thirsty. Venmo me for that. Thank you. And I used the one that you opened, had two sips of to water all my plants. Okay. Oh, they appreciate that. The plants and you're like kombucha or whatever is in my fridge. Oh, I forgot about that. That strawberry lemonade kombucha Anyways. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is well, it opened? Did well, you ha- th- have some of it? That, that actually was a fun. This is actually kind of <laughs> related. Like, I, I, I basically just brought like a bag, a plastic sack with like six different drinks in it. Mountain Dew. You never know Coke, what's in Ryan's plastic sack. I'm like, you know, I just have a buffet of drinks for whatever I just want to happen to taste at that moment during the two football games I was going to watch back to back. And one of them was this strawberry kombucha stuff because it was like supposed to offset the Mountain Dew I also brought, okay. you know, because it's maybe so. slightly a little bit healthier. It's I don't not know. how health works. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, well, anyway. You said that you had been drinking the night before. Oh, and I've been drinking the night before, yeah. so I didn't want to go crazy uh, drinking that day too. Anyway, the uh, but then it was like halfway through the first game. I, we've been there for hours, and then I realized someone was like, shouldn't you refrigerate that living John did kombucha that. stuff? Kombucha? And I'm like, oh shit! I probably should have, you know. So, but do you have to? I don't, I don't know. Have to. Okay. Well, that's I think good you to probably know. want kombucha served cold, and it probably could go bad. But I don't think you have to keep it refrigerated if it's sealed. And okay. over the span of a couple of hours, I don't think anything's going to happen. I just uh, don't did know. You buy it at a Seven Eleven. I'm. I, I bought it. No, at the Chevron. Well, I don't know what's going on at the gas station or any of the gas stations. Uh, but I do know that we're going to hear a quick word from our sponsors, and then we'll be right back with some Valentine's Day trivia. Today's podcast is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Going online without ExpressVPN is like changing while leaving your window wide open. You might not have anything to hide, but why give random creeps a chance to invade your privacy? And the scary truth is that when you go online without using a VPN, internet service providers can see every single website that you visit. And they can legally sell that information to ad companies without telling you. Well, thankfully, ExpressVPN is a great solution for protecting your online privacy. Not only does it make it to where internet service providers can't see your online activity, but it's just it's easy to use. Okay, all you have to do is fire up the app, click one button, and you can use it on all your devices, phones, laptops, even routers can be connected to ExpressVPN so that everyone who connects to your Wi-Fi can be protected. 
Secure your online activity by visiting expressvpn.com slash funhouse today. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash funhouse. And you can get an extra three months for free. Expressvpn.com slash funhouse. Today's episode is sponsored by Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your phone or computer. When I'm online shopping and I find a coupon code at checkout, I feel like a little kid opening gifts on their birthday. And thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. In case you didn't already know, Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. And it's so easy to use. Just imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the little Honey button appears. All you have to do is click Apply Coupons, wait a few seconds. As Honey searches for coupons, it can find for that site. And if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. I'm always finding deals on toys and treats for my dog, Arlen. A couple bucks here, a few dollars there. It's a delight every time, okay? Anyways, Honey doesn't just work on desktops. It works on your iPhone too. Just activate it on Safari on your phone and save on the go. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight out missing out on money. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show. Get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash fhpod. That's joinhoney.com slash fhpod. Welcome back to the Fun House podcast, the, the Valentine's Day prep podcast prepping you for valentine's day it's coming up um and i've prepared some valentine's day trivia all right it's valentine's day themed trivia so you guys are gonna play we'll give you some points you can play along at home as well um and it'll be fun cool. i got you notebooks with okay. pens um thank you and uh it's only 12 questions great 12 okay. trivia questions and then we'll score it I'll figure out how the points are going to work. Okay, so if you guys are ready. Also, Rick, if you want to play along too, I have a square. You're going down, James. Is that one of those things that you do to see your fortune? No, it's it's it the note that you folded in like eighth grade, you know? Mm. And then you kick it like football. No, but you can, and I'm going to do it right now. Anyways, ready? So if you're mm. listening at home, play along and see if you're smarter about love than these two. Are okay. These, are these, these have objective answers? They're historical questions, honestly. Okay. Shit. You don't know. I don't know. Uh, for example, not for example, this is actually the first question. Valentine's Day is on February 14th. What is the zodiac sign for someone born on this day? Fuck me. All right. I don't think that's in the zodiac. Oh, and you can let me know when you guys are both ready to move on. I don't I'll give you a couple seconds. This is for everybody listening at home. You can play along too. Ready? Number two. Who is the American gangster known for orchestrating the St. Valentine's Day Massacre? Um. Mm -hmm. Guys got to know this. Okay. All right, ready? Number three. Passing out Valentine's is a 600-year-old tradition. The show, My 600-Pound Life, is a television show produced by which network? <sighs> Right. Okay. Ready? Okay, this star of the ensemble cast Valentine's Day stars opposite Richard Gere in which 90s rom-com? Sorry, can you say that again? <laughs> it's, a, it's a star, it's an actor uh -huh. or actress in the ensemble cast of Valentine's Day. They star opposite Richard Gere in which 90s rom-com? So the answer is, is the, the other movie. The it's the other movie. Oh, no, not the The answer the is the other movie. Oh. The other movie? Yeah. I thought you said the act. 
this well, actor. Name like the a, actor like a, and the movie. It's like a double Maybe question. The actor and the movie. Name the actor in the movie, because the question is confusing myself, and I wrote it. <laughs> I'm confusing me. Um, okay. Uh, Valentine's Day, the movie, the director uh, is Gary Marshall. Shit. Gary was, Marshall has that. a younger sister who is also an American actress, director, and producer, starring as one of two friends and roommates who work as bottle cappers in the fictitious Shots Brewery <laughs> in which 70s sitcom? <laughs> so, uh, once again, do we, we, do we just put the sitcom, The not, sitcom. This one's the just actress. the sitcom. Okay, but I can read the whole thing again unless no, you got it. I got you got it. it. Okay. Um, it gets a little bit less convoluted. Right? <laughs> In classical mythology, Cupid is the god of desire, erotic love, attraction, and affection. What is the name of the Greek equivalent? Oh, okay. The Greek equivalent to Cupid? Mm -hmm. I'm going to get fucked in this. I've been playing Hades. Um, Okay, number seven. The Cupid Shuffle is a song that spawned a popular line dance in 2007. You guys have heard of it, right? Do the Cupid Shuffle. Okay, well, (laughs) you're going to get three points if you do the Macarena right now. I think you did it it out of order. He didn't go behind his head. No, I went back and did behind my head after I missed it. I'll give you another chance each. You go first. Okay, that's good. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's it. Okay. You guys got it. Three points for each of you. Shit, so that was like getting no points. <laughs> that's true. Okay, number eight. In the, in the Victorian era, mean-spirited Valentine's Day cards were called blank Valentines. Blank is also one of the ingredients in a popular potato chip flavor. That's, another, that's a hint in the question for you. Oh, okay, yeah, say that one more time. In the Victorian era, mean-spirited Valentine's Day cards were called blank Valentines, where blank is also one of the ingredients in a popular potato chip flavor. Popular potato chip flavor. God damn it. Number nine. What is Romeo's last name in Romeo and Juliet? Trivia. Trivia. I need, like, trivia music. Um, Okay. Number 10, name three films starring Tom Hanks and May, May Ryan. Oh, hell yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> Gotta name them. <clears throat> uh, wait, wait, wait. Da, 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 trivia, trivia. Da, 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 waiting on the trivia. Da, 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 trivia, trivia. Okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, what popular website debuted on Valentine's Day in 2005? Shit. What year? 2005? 2005. Okay. And then I have one more question for Valentine's Day trivia. Okay. The popular Sweetheart's Valentine candies are also called this. What is the name that they are also called? People call them. Well, uh, repeat that again. Sweethearts, the popular Sweethearts Valentine candies are also called what? Okay. Let me know when you guys are done, and then we will go through the answers, and you'll get uh, probably one point each, but the one where there was two answers, I'll give you two points. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. 
How are you feeling? Confident that you I know? Feel very confident. Very confident. Answers, yeah. Well, yeah. it's not hard trivia. It's just no, no. fun. It's, it's not that hard, but I feel less confident confident because of his confidence. Yeah. And then also, I wrote it with just Ryan in mind, and then I was like, actually, it might be fun to do. Yeah, yeah. Some of these I should know better than I, I did not get. I, I'm not. I'm not. Basically, I'm not confident. Okay, so uh, we'll just. I'll just go through, repeat the thing, and then I'll read the answers. Rick, did you end up writing down stuff too? I wrote some, but then I didn't know the next. Yeah, yeah, I gave up. Wait, 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 uh, I'm going to change my first answer. Wow. Okay. Okay, got it. You're going to lose half a point for that. God damn it. Well, what if you what if you lose by half a point? Well, uh, I'm going to be more mad if my answer I scratched out was the real answer. Valentine's Day is on February 14th. What is the zodiac sign for someone born on this day? It is Aquarius. Yep. Okay. I right. Well, I had. I, <laughs> you wrote Virgo. Yeah. <laughs> I had Libra, then I put Capricorn. Okay, Rick. I had Aquarius. Yeah, he knows because it's his birthday. It's the dawning of the, the age of Aquarius. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, who is the American gangster known for orchestrating the St. Valentine's Day massacre? Al Capone. I said Robert De Niro. <laughs> That's close. <laughs> Al Capone. Al Capone. All right. You know, he played Al Capone. Yeah, but you don't get that. Did you really put Robert De Niro? <laughs> you did. What's wrong with you? <laughs> uh Number three, passing out Valentine's is a 600-year-old tradition. The show, My 600-Pound Life, is a television show produced by which network? Fox? I said TLC. TLC? It's TLC. Fuck. <laughs> Come on, man. I thought it was a the network show. I thought it was a network show. Stuff. God damn it. Um, okay, this is the confusing one. Sorry, it's confusing. This star is the of the star of the ensemble cast, Valentine's Day, stars opposite Richard Gere in which 90s rom-com? I wrote parentheses too. Big mistake. Huge. It is. Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman. I said Chippy the Gerbil and Runaway Bride. <laughs> I, lo- <laughs> I I realized his confidence was was he was confident in his jokes. I'm gonna win this. You got it. Well, it is. Uh, uh, what I said. What you said. Okay. Did you thank write you. anything down? Thank I put fuck. Primal Fear, but but I primal did forget. Fear. What year? I did forget. <laughs> So it wasn't Primal Fear? <laughs> was uh, Edward Norton? Was it the... Chippy the Gerbil? No, <laughs> Runaway Bride. It's 1999. Well, wait, wait. I didn't realize that might confuse. You get one point because yes. Runaway Bride is a movie. But wait a minute. <laughs> he was the Gerbil. Is it two points? You can get two points from that one question. I got one. I got yeah. half of it. Because right. it would have been Julia Roberts in Runaway Bride. Yeah. But, but that's also 1999. Well, there's also a. So, so, so the Pretty Woman does count, right? Yes, so you get two points. So there's multiple answers that would have counted. For that this. one, though, I didn't plan on counting because I didn't realize that it was also a movie that came out can in I, the 90s. Just oh for my the sake God. of it, I'll take the one point. Can I just give the point to Chippy the Gerbil, though? Like, I'll. T- It'll still work out. You know what? Whatever helps you sleep at night. However, if you are listening, I'm not going to sleep tonight though. If I lose because because of the Chippy the Gerbil point. Hang on a second. If you are at home and you also wrote Chippy the Gerbil and Runaway Bride, you do not get the benefit because he gets the he gets to choose where the point goes because he's my friend in real life. (laughs) So if you wrote that at home, you don't get it. You just get one point. However, yes, I will accept Julia Roberts and then also both Pretty Women and. Um, Runaway Bride. Runaway Bride because Richard Gere, and he is fucking old. Also, I wrote down a fun fact about Pretty Woman, and I'll read that now. Did you know it's not Julia Roberts' body on the poster for that movie? Yeah. I didn't know that. It's Shelley Michelle, who's Roberts' body double in the film, was the one striking the pose. And then they just 
put Julia Roberts' head on her body. The whole movie, though, too. <laughs> the whole movie. Wow, that's Isn't that crazy? Great CGI. It's just, it, they just keep framing the whole thing. <laughs> um, okay, so this is another long-winded one. This was number five. Valentine's Day director Gary Marshall has a younger sister who is also an American actress. Director and producer starred as one of two friends and roommates who work as bottle cappers in the fictitious Shots Brewery in which 70s sitcom? I said Hassan Pfeffer Incorporated, a.k.a. Laverne and Shirley. That's right. <laughs> Laverne and Shirley. Is that what you Penny got? Penny Marshall. Yeah. It is. It's Penny Marshall. And I also wrote down another fun fact, okay? When I was a preteen, I loved this show because Laverne always had the shirt fact. with the L on it. And I wanted, I think I probably did get one once. It was probably like sold at Abercrombie. Oh. I had a shirt with a little L on it. Oh, okay. I guess it's pretty fun. Anyways, that's the fun fact for that. Okay, in classical mythology, uh, Cupid is the god of desire, erotic love, attraction, and affection. What is the name of the Greek equivalent? Aphrodite. I had Sparta. It's Eros. Eros. Aphrodite? Not Aphrodite? It's not Aphrodite, are you sure? It's not. Mm. Is that like a... No. She's the goddess of love. She is. And she's always trying to bang me. <laughs> Aphrodite is the goddess of beauty and love, mm -hmm. but not the equivalent of Cupid. Also, it's, yeah, no, it's not. It makes sense, Eros. E-R-O-S. I don't think that's what it is. <laughs> uh, I don't know, you know, I don't know. Some people know weird shit about Greek mythology, so you never know. E-R-O-S? E-R-O-S, yes. Okay, so number seven was the Cupid Shuffle one, which you guys did the dance, so the you each get three points. Um. <clears throat> In the number eight in the Victorian era, mean spirited Valentine's Day cards were called blank Valentines. Cool Ranch Valentines. Yeah, I had barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> I had vinegar. It's vinegar. I feel like you were throwing. James threw this. Dude, I was throwing for that one. It's really vinegar. <laughs> we're, we're pretty close. We are close. Like and I'm trying. I'm actually points. trying. You're two points ahead, I think. Uh, number nine, what is Romeo's last name and Romeo and Juliet? I said must die, a.k.a. <laughs> Montague. I had Capulet. No, that's no, Juliet. Fuck, I had a 50-50 shot. I did write Montague, 50 50. I, Okay, you get the well, point for that. Mo you, you did have Montague? Yeah, I wrote must die, and then joke answer series. Oh, oh you're allowed to do that? <laughs> that's how, yeah. You make sure that your correct answer is written there as well. I knew that I had, well, uh, I knew Capulet was something. Number 10 was name three films starring Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. You get half a point for each film. All right, let's say at the same time, okay. you've She's got mail. Yeah, you've got mail. <laughs> Sleepless in Seattle. And Joe, versus <laughs> Joe versus the volcano. Is it Joe versus the volcano? Yes. Fuck. You yes. get one and a half points. And I get okay. much easier to <laughs> add up. One, one point. I'll take it. Can't take do every half, half point, point man. Romeo must die. <laughs> uh, okay, number 11. What popular website debuted on Valentine's Day in 2005? I think I'm wrong, but I put the Facebook.com. I say Google. <laughs> it's YouTube. Ooh. Fuck. It's our home. Our I should know that. Someone's Beloved watching home. this or listening to this anywhere else. <laughs> yep. Or yeah, they're listening oh, to I it. Or, I'm no, I meant like the Funhouse home. No, oh, I see. Uh, I mean, it's roosterteeth.com. Uh, number 12, the final in the trivia. And thanks so much for playing, everybody. Oh, if you want more great. trivia, be sure to, to let us know. <laughs> uh, the popular Sweethearts Valentine candies are also called... Garbage. <laughs> Which uh, I should get a point for. That's true. That's, that's accurate. Wants. Guess what? For that, you get half a point. Bullshit. Yeah. Do math. <laughs> I, I put ch chalky hearts. <laughs> chalky hearts. 
Did you know, you about Rick? The... Yeah, are they sweet tarts? No, they're sweet. called conversation hearts. Oh. No one's ever called them that. All right, count up your points. What did you get? Let what? us know, too, at home what you got. Wait, and, and... You didn't answer all of them, right? Okay. Rick didn't did you say the normal questions you get two for? Like Al Capone, I got one or two for? Aquarius, one. Al Capone, one. TLC, one. Number four, two points. If you got them both, you get two points. Uh, number five, Laverne and Shirley is one. Six is one. Okay. You get right. three for number seven. The Macarena. All one right. for number eight, which neither of you got. Ryan, I think you got nine and a half points. No. Hold on. Five, six, seven. I got eight and a half. Did you? I think I did. One. Oh, right. Yeah. I got eight and a half points as well. What? Yeah, it's a tie. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tie. It's a tie. So that means you have to do a one tiebreaker, a sudden death. I'm fine with a tie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I either want a win or a loss. That is uh, all the trivia that I had. All so, right, well, uh, right, well, okay. well, that's fine. Good, good game. Thanks for playing. I, I didn't think uh, I, th I should have. I didn't think until later that I should write my serious answers in parentheses because <laughs> then I probably would have won without. Capone, yeah, yeah, but, right, yeah. right. Well, I would have had way funnier joke answers, you know, if, if I you had written them if or thought of them. them at the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me a while. Well, uh, that's some Valentine's Day trivia. That was so great. thanks. Thanks for being here, James. We have one more special guest who's going to come mm -hmm. and give us some, uh, some advice. Okay. I'll leave this here for them then. You can, yeah. All right. Thank See you. you. Thanks Same for coming. Valentine's Day. Hope you all get laid. <laughs> if that's what you're into. And now we're going to hear a quick word from uh, another one of our sponsors. Are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? Yeah. Jeez. DraftKings Sportsbook, then, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action you'll need. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Dang. Plus, all customers can get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boosts. Check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time or 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific to see what prop bets will be boosted. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code FUNHOUSE. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code FUNHOUSE. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. Okay, and we're back. Thanks for playing Love Valentine's Day Trivia. Uh, we have one more segment on today's podcast. I brought in a special guest to help solve the love crises of some of our viewers. Okay, yeah, I can see them off screen. They're Don't. freaking me out. No, it's going to be fine. Everybody, welcome Cupid. Holy <laughs> shit. Hey, Cupid. Cupid. Welcome to the Love Pod. What the hell is that? So are you flapping your wings? <laughs> yeah, it's an old boy reference. For the video, for the audio listeners out I mean, there, Cupid yes. just a half naked Cupid just walked in, flapping his wings. <laughs> you got your little bow. <laughs> I'm fully clothed. This is how I always go about. Oh. Um, so Cupid is here to answer, to give some advice, um, for some of our uh looking for love, stuck in a relationship rut, need dating advice. Um, I put that post out on uh, YouTube. And some, there are, people are looking for advice, so I'm glad that from Cupid From us? Is, no, Why? from Cupid, from oh, our good. special guest. From Cupid. <laughs> and uh, maybe be good, maybe bad, maybe don't follow it. Use your discretion. 
Disgusting, Cupid. I'll turn this way so that my <laughs> wings are visible. So I have three right now, right off the bat, about Ryan. And I'm hoping that you can help weigh in on this. Okay, Cupid? Don't okay. give it to stop staring at me, Lindsay. Uh, <laughs> this one comes from Liz. They say, what if my exact type of man is Ryan? A joke, oh, but what? also a real concern of mine. Do you have advice for them? Yes, Elizabeth. Uh, my advice is, uh, so your ideal man is Ryan. Sounds great. Me Sounds too. Perfect. Yeah, you have nothing to Good change. Advice. Good uh, advice. Your life will be full of adventure. You have great taste. Your priorities are straight. Yeah, it doesn't matter how well balanced you are. Uh, a wrench will be thrown in, <laughs> and that's what you need. Love is exciting, and living and uh, loving Ryan, it will be very exciting. Uh, wow, Cupid, that was great advice. Oh. <laughs> Careful. Uh, another, uh, you know, advice request comes from Allison, and they say, I've had two separate dreams where I've fallen in love with Ryan. Awesome. These were not sexual dreams, only very vivid, romantic, and intimate. Dreams like this are not common for me at all. What does it say about me and my love life? Hmm, quick question. Did you consume a large amount of cheese before you went to bed? <laughs> Um, Chugs of milk, probably. Yeah. Hmm, let's see. Another love interest in Ryan. I'd say wonderful. A dream interest. They're, they're specifically yes. having dreams about me. Yes. Uh, I'm watching a lot of Funhouse. If if that's what you're dreaming about, I feel sorry for what your real life is. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean, Cupid? Mm, don't worry about it. <laughs> He's flapping his little wings, audio listeners. Uh, okay, great. Cupid, more advice Hit requests. Me. Jeb Blotton says, it's been 10 years since I've last due dated. Any advice will do for a 30-year-old? Due dated? That's what they wrote. Like have a baby? No, D-O and then dated. Oh, last dated. Okay. Yes. I think that's what that meant. I just mm. was reading it. You know, I didn't Let's want to see. misconstrue. Good advice. Well, it's been 10 years, so you know that the next date you go on will be the one. It doesn't matter what your jive is. Just go with it and love them and you will be with them forever. And ignore all red flags because it's been 10 years. You got to get going with it. <laughs> but what if they go on the, their first date and they don't feel like it's the one? You're saying it, it no matter who it that person is. It is the one. I am Cupid. Cupid is he <laughs> Cupid. No. Fuck. <laughs> Every time I flick it, it snaps me in the wrist. Another uh, request from, advice request from Broman. How do you know when you found a good connection? Cupid? I feel like I've made one right now. Uh-huh. Keep it, for our audio listeners, keep it staring right at me uh, with, a, with a longing look in his eyes. <laughs> how do you know that it's the one was the question. Yeah, how do you know that you found a connection? Well, you know, uh, there's a lot of rhetoric out there, a lot of false information about red flags. But guess what? Red is the color of love. That's true, I think. Is it pink or is it red? It's red, like a heart uh, pumping blood. Um, there's quite a few people who are asking for advice for a recent breakup or how to mm. move on. So what would you say to those, you know, Cupid? Get out there and lay some pipe. <laughs> the best way to get over a romantic encounter is through 
dozens and dozens of meaningless hookups. The best way to get over an ex is to get under the covers. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And into the pink. <laughs> oh. Or the stink. This is Cupid. <laughs> Ow. So says Cupid. Uh, <clears throat> Hit me. There's one comment just from somebody that said, some are taking this too seriously. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you want real advice, by the way. Uh, this one's actually for Ryan, so if you don't mind, I can ask a question to Ryan. Oh, right. uh, question for Ryan. Big Sexy says, Ryan, how do I meet women? How do, how do you, Big Sexy, meet women? Yeah. Well, it sounds like by your name, you have it under control. Um, they might be uh, accommodated, or no? What? <laughs> well, it depends. You know, everyone different strokes for different folks. Are you in a city? Are you in the the a rural part of America or they the world? Posted this weeks ago. They cannot respond to your. <laughs> I'm just saying. In a city, I think it's easier. You know, you can go out to concerts and bars and stuff. You know, one one thing, uh, uh, at least here in L.A., every college in America has like a. A meetup or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. so you can go, oh, University of Texas's alumni meeting, you know, if you went to college, that's a way, you know. Take There's it from Ryan. A 35-year-old of- <laughs> band should be going to college meetups. That's not what I mean. I mean, there's alumni that are all ages. Oh, you know, right. That's okay. what I'm saying, <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> there's just lots of things out there to meet people in real life if you can, you know. The internet, while is very convenient, you know, it's... I think like uh, it's depressing sometimes to meet people there. You know. Can I chime in? Although I've done Please it. Please, Cupid. Amount. Yeah. What I'd say is go to bars, like Ryan said, and find the regulars. Find the ones that are there every single night, drinking until they are blackout drunk, because you know that they're dedicated. Cupid. I'm not saying I'm not saying hook up with them when they're blackout. I'm saying find the alcoholics, because <laughs> they know how to stick to it. They're dead. They they have a focus because of that. that You can redirect the focus to your love to you. God, do take whatever Cupid has told told you this podcast and do the opposite, and you might uh, feel well out there. I'm the god of love. (laughs) I'm a fucking god. You son of a bitch. I thought we were in love. Well, we'll give a few. We'll give a few more pieces of advice. this one's actually from. Well, some, back to that person. I I, oh, I agree. It's hard. I'm just. I just want to. Uh, you had uh, to wrap symp- up. Sympathize with him that you know it's hard to meet people in 2023. I feel like. Not but it's true. also easy to meet people, but convenient. But it's still you know just meeting people yes. in general is hard and as a human persistence. being. Persistence. Persistence is what it's about. Ask someone out. If they say no, say I respect that. The next day, ask them out again. <laughs> round round two. Think of it as a bout, a fighting match. <laughs> Never give up. Pester, pester, pester. Uh, okay, here's one of our members. They asked a question. They said, I like this lady, but she obviously likes me a million times more than I like her. Do I stick around and wait to see if I end up liking her more, or do I cut ties now? I feel like if you know this already in the comments, you should probably, unfortunately, cut the ties. You think that you can handle if a woman liked you too much? Well, it sounds like they know for sure that 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 that, that that's the case. It's not like they're on the. I don't know. Maybe. Well, they're re- they're asking to, if they should cut ties or to see if they themselves end up liking this person more and more. 
Right, and I'm saying that the fact that they are, you know, sitting down at their computer typing out like I don't, it sounds oh, like guess, either, maybe they're, so. they're maybe on the edge in their mind, but they really, in their heart of hearts, know mm-hmm. no, it's not going to work out. I couldn't disagree more. Okay, Lindsay. that's why we have you on the pod. Yeah, that's why we need to dive in, go full hog <laughs> on that ass, <laughs> the heart, the ass of the heart. I mean, oh, okay, full right, hog, of course. A heart is shaped like a butt. Yes, it is. Well, I was looking at the oh, horse yeah, okay. that I drew on the whiteboard, yeah, but ow, it's fine. Your wings are sharp. <laughs> They're real feathers. <laughs> um, My back is in very, very much pain. Well, we'll uh, give a few more piece of, uh, pieces of advice here. Um, oh, this one's sad. Somebody just it. says, how do I find someone to date when I'm average looking and poor? They don't get many matches on Tinder. Mm. Get rich? No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> How would you do it? I Cupid? guess, yeah, I'm not Cupid. I'm not Cupid. Don't listen to me. That's not an option, Lindsay. Cupid? First of all, lower your standards. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, if you can get pictures, newer pictures, better lit, and with you surrounded by women, then you will see much more disarming. If all of your photos are you selfieing in your bathroom, you ain't going to get a lot of matches, I tell you. Yeah, you're probably right. I would say make a funny profile. Those, you know. What if they're not funny? Well, that's a problem. If you if you're average looking and don't have any money and not funny, you're really fucked. You know, like yeah, like you you have to have, you know make some sort of uh, compromise right. here. You're, you know, work on I work on one of those categories. Buy a cat. <laughs> that's right. A cat will love you back, maybe. Um, Bye, dog. Here's another uh, question from a member. Any tips for spicing things up in the bedroom? A uh, pepper emoji. <laughs> I just had to, they put it, so I wanted to read it. Cupid, Cupid? I need, we need your oh, help, yeah. help here. A lot of love and whatever bullshit. Two words, butt stuff. <laughs> okay, I knew that was coming. <laughs> uh, also, food. Food, bring food no, into the bedroom. No, don't do that. Mustard. Mukbang banging? Yes. Mukbang banging. Mini liquids, fluids. Muck, muck banging. Cover yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you, Cupid. I would um, like to uh, bring it back. Ryan agreed with me <laughs> on the last question, and I think it means he agrees with me on everything I've said thus far. Oh. <laughs> that is not true for our audio listeners and video listeners. Um, I'm trying to find one more here to... Uh, Give some love. Well, advice you gotta answer to. that too, Lindsay. What? You can't just leave us high and dry. How do Which, we? How do you spice it up in the bedroom? Uh, therapy. Okay. <laughs> you know. Bring the therapist as a third. <laughs> I get it. And role play. <laughs> yeah, I'm your therapist. Tell me what's wrong with you. Um, <clears throat> that question is too involved. I'm reading through the questions right now. Um. There's nothing like I'm. I'm just gonna end it on a random one. Okay. Uh, I've been I've been talking to someone long distance and was wondering if y'all had any advice on moving the relationship forward despite the distance. So I guess uh, well, for one, you know, when's the end date? Or you know, I feel like for a long distance thing, there's got to be a goal in mind when we're not gonna be uh, yeah so distance. The first comment replied because some of these have replies because other people felt like. 
I can mm. answer this. Uh-huh. They're playing well, Cupid. We don't know they are playing about. Cupid. They said you're wasting your time. <laughs> <laughs> Cupid, what advice do you have? And then I could actually give you a real answer. Long dist what? I mean, uh, my own real my real answers. Yes, that's all I meant. Yes, Sorry, yes. Cupid. Long distance. You know, uh, it's it's meaningless. It's a waste. Out of sight, out of mind. I say, uh, you know, you can continue to be with them, but whenever they are not around, just act single and do whatever you like. And that that's how to keep it going. Okay. Lindsay, is that good advice? Uh, my advice was just going to be, you know, piggybacking off of what you said about you have to have the timeline. You have to have the goal, the deadline set of oh, like, yeah. at this date, you will be here or mm-hmm. I will be there. You have to make that plan. Otherwise, no, you are wasting your time. Yeah. Because it's just going to stress you out. Yeah. So we and all they better agree. be the one. We all agree. Act as if you are single. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you. Cupid for answering some of our fans love conundrums. Do you Indubitably. have any final closing words for Valentine's Day, this upcoming Valentine's Day? Don't use a condom. Okay, well uh, <laughs> speaking of this upcoming Valentine's Day uh, you guys all need to make sure to tune in to our fun house, show the love Whoa. marathon, subathon live stream. Live stream. Okay. You know who be make, may be making an appearance? It's Cupid! This motherfucker. Uh, it is on Tuesday, February 14th. We're going to kick things off at 1 p.m. We are going to have... Pacific? 1 p.m. Pacific time. <laughs> Specific. Pacific. Um, Jeez, and me some Coke. <laughs> oh, I got a baggie in my bag. <laughs> That's a joke. Um... So, yeah, we are going to be live streaming uh, February 14th, 1 p.m. Pacific. We're going until 9 p.m. Um, I'm going to give you some more details about it. We are going to have unique segments. We're going to have gameplays. We're going to have sub goals. We're going to have, like, new things that members can unlock. Uh, we do – you can gift memberships. You can get memberships. Um, at certain points when we hit different amounts of memberships, we're going to, you know – do crazy things. Like, what's one of the things that... Not crazy. Don't be crazy. What's what's something that's going to happen? When we reach 400,000... No, there's no specific numbers. <laughs> ...members, mm-hmm. I will go on stream fully nude. Oh, okay, nope. <laughs> 400,000 members, fully nude, John Smith. <laughs> John Smith or Cupid? Both. <laughs> uh... I was just going to read to you what the Twitter post says, because... Make it happen, people. <laughs> 400,000 members. Oof. Yeah, that's fine. Um, come, show, come show us some love. Join our Valentine's Day subathon. I already said the time and date like three times already. So games, stretch goals, and more. Might have some special guests. It's broken. It keeps falling. Um, anything else that you want to say about the stream or about love or about anything? Um, you know, have fun out there, lovebirds. And mm-hmm. uh, if you haven't found the one yet, it's okay. They're out there looking for you, you know, yeah. too. Um, mm. No? As the god of love, I can tell you, not everyone will find happiness Fuck. or love. All right, never mind. Scratch that. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just trying to make I'm people feel selective. better out there. I'm just trying to make people very feel selective. better. But you will find love. 
on this Valentine's Day when you watch our live stream. Mm. YouTube.com slash Funhouse. Uh, that's where we'll be streaming. Neckbeards and Neats, gather February 14th. <laughs> and the Heartbroken. Thanks for watching, everybody. We appreciate you. If you want more trivia, by the way, let me know, because I, I liked that. I liked it, too. I, I wish I'd won, but I did like it. Well, that's just how you feel I about did, life. I did tie so. for first place, but that's not good enough for me. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. We love you. See you Tuesday.